Yuck, bro. Don't do that. Why? Is that gum? Yeah. Don't put it there. That's disgusting. Where do I put it? Swallow it, bro. You don't swallow chewing gum. Bro, you're not putting it on the table just where we're about bit, to record. Just a tiny little bit of surface area. Like no, a, that's disgusting. Does it make me feel sick looking at it the whole time? Just the smallest bit of surface no, bro, area take, Let table. go of it. Put it in a tissue. Go quickly go to the bin. Okay, how about this? I'll put it in a tissue, wrap up the tissue and put it there. No, no. It can't be near me. It's disgusting. Why can't it be near you? Because it's just gross, bro. Put it in your pocket. There we go. Done. Thank you. Done. Hello, everybody. No, don't put it on the table. No, you're being ridiculous. No, Will, I'm being serious. Please. I can't record. I can't record. Okay, fine. I don't give a shit. I'll just do the whole thing myself. No, just put it in your pocket, bro. Or put it on the floor next to you. No. Just move it. Why? It really really makes me feel sick. It's just there behind the headphones. Fucking okay, hell, I can't grow see up, it. you fucking baby. No, you, fucking you... G'd you, up diaper. G'd up is a shit brand. Anyway. Listen, look at you, cunt. What are you wearing? You're wearing nice fucking clown pants. What are clown pants? Those that you're wearing. These fucking... Salmon red Salmon red chinos. chinos. Like, come on, bro. And a plain white long sleeve shirt. What's wrong with that? You could not... T- and the most normal cream pair of shoes. You're wearing a big baby nappy. A 7XL hoodie. Beige as well. Beige hoodie, grey sweatpants. 3XL, can I tell you my outfit? 3XL hoodie, nice and baggy and comfortable. Grey tracky shorts and some nice Lacoste shoes. Yeah, and with the exposed family tattoo. And let's not forget those G'd up shorts you've probably worn four days in a row. No, I've got two pairs, mate. And I haven't worn two days in a row, four days in a row. Anyway, hello, you Woodeners. Welcome back to another week and another episode of You Wouldn't. I wasn't speaking to you. I was speaking to the listeners. Okay. But hello, Will. How are you? I'm very good. I'm actually fantastic. Yeah, I'm good. great. Good, brother. Good. Um, What's going on in your life? Oh, fuck. Nothing exciting. No? Nah. Nothing? Nothing, Nothing new. Nothing you want to admit to that Ad- happened? What happened? Do you want to admit to you anything that you've done? What have I done? Okay. Well, we'll I'm, I'm going to bring it up a little bit later. Well, um, no, what are you talking about? No, no, no. We'll, we'll bring it up a little bit later. Okay. Come on. I'm fucking it's, a bit stressed It's now. on the phone. Oh, this. We'll bring it up a little bit later. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, anyway, I've got some exciting news. At yep. the time of listening, you wouldners, today, so it's not the today recording, but today we're going to be listening. It's a Monday, this Monday. I'm hosting the Mission Impossible yeah. red carpet live stream for the new movie. So tonight, as in like, like right now on this Thursday, I have to go watch the movie straight after this. That's sick. Which would be cool. Yeah. But... So it's so fucked. I had like the longest phone call, like a big Zoom call with like 15 like Paramount executives like running us through everything. And everyone's just so like, not neurotic, but everyone was just really like, okay, so you need to be like this. and frantic? Yeah. If if Tom's over here, no one can be over there. We've all got to be on this side. And then when Tom moves around, we sort of have, it's like a magnet. Like you don't want to be near Tom, like rappel around Tom. And then like they were showing us the setup and they were like, you know, you can't say this, you can't do that. And, you know, keep it light. And, you know, it's going to be really fun and da-da-da. But it was just so intense. I was like, fucking hell. So you're going to interview Tom? No, I'm not. But it's quite funny because there's a part where, like, the whole event starts at 6 o'clock. Yeah. But me and Millie, who are hosting, we have to get there at 3.30. And then Tom arrives at 4 quite early as well. So it'll just be, like, a few of us chilling, like, before. So that'll be funny if I'm just kind of, like, sitting there and I'm like... So excited, Tom. <laughs> a little bit of off-camera chat. Could be owed. God, is that really what you're going to say? All right, he stands next to you and you're just going to go, so you're excited, Tom? Yeah. You excited, Tommy? Yeah, there we go. A bit of energy. Yeah, obviously. A bit of fucking energy. Well, uh, don't. you're the one that runs out of energy quite quick on this podcast, so maybe just reserve that. 
Okay. Keep, keep your energy. Righto, mate. We got and you went on a helicopter ride. Yeah, bro. Yeah? Which For I, someone who's scared of heights, tell me about it. So I actually was not nervous at all. It was this Irish pilot. He was a fucking legend called Mark. And he was like, um, he's, he was just like super like your classic like grey silver fox sort of guy. Like very thin. And he was just like, they were like, this is your pilot, Mark. He was like, how are you going? How are you going? And then they were like, so Mark, is the weather good? Is it going to clear up? No. It's not going to clear up. It's going to get worse. Well, are we able to go? I don't know. You reckon you can go up there? I don't know. <laughs> oh, he's one of those Let's guys. try it. Yeah, just chill. He was really funny. Yeah. So he, But he was really good. Like, he gave the safety briefing, and he was really good about it. He was, like, taking it really seriously, of course. And he knew that Millie was Millie was very nervous. Yeah. Um, I, I was a bit nervous, but I was super pumped. I was ready to go. It was tiny. You wouldn't have fitted in the helicopter, like, in the back. You would have had to sit at the front. Yeah, right. It was small. Like... For everyone, if you're listening to this in your car, take the front space of your car, like the two... You know how much space there was for four people? As much space as there is for a two-seater car. Like a, oh. like a two-seater Mercedes or a two-seater Porsche. With back seats? Yeah, with back seats. That's Cramped. how small it was. Crammed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you had a lot... You could lie your legs out because it was all like glass, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's cool. So we were flying and then like, you know, it was pretty fucking scary. Have you ever been in a helicopter? No, no, I haven't. So, so you're low along the ground going along the... It's like a tarmac. Like it's like an airport runway. Yeah, like you're going yeah. around. And then Wait, you just, so they don't just go up when they, they take no, off? No, they start low and they go through the tarmac and then they get the all clear from ground control. Right. And then they just start going... And then you start going up and you're like, oh, like you're actually like, holy fuck, like I'm up. Yeah, because like, it's up, got like, a pl- it's a very small surface area you're sitting in, right? Mm. Were you thinking before it like, Kobe heli- Bryant. yeah, crashes, you know, that the Lester, the Lester owner who yeah. passed away in a crash, Kobe. Yeah. Did that cross your mind? Fucking oath. I, I forgot about the Lester owner. You are a Lester fan. I'm that a must big be Lester fan, mate. For you. Oh, he was a great yeah, owner. Yeah, he was. He was really, really good. Great success in 2016. But yeah, no, I was pretty like, fuck, like I was pretty nervous, eh? Um, but it was so much fun. And then the pilot goes, don't worry, don't worry. Um, the only two times you should be nervous if the, is if the pilot says shit or that's never happened before. And then there was like a bit of silence and I turned to him and I was like, how badly do you want to say shit right now? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I can't joke about that. Bro. He's mad. He's done 9,000 hours of, of flying. Wow. And bro, I tell you what, seeing Sydney in that view, Would be my amazing. first thought was, I want to get, Pat in a chopper with me. I'd love to. It was amazing. I'd love to. I yeah. love that stuff. Did you go around the harbour and that? What yep. did you do? Fully around the harbour. Yeah, wow. It was and what, amazing. What, so why, obviously it's part of the movie, did they film content or something? I had to film a video. Yeah, So okay. I did a video of that yeah. super rich friend. Yeah. And they needed a shot of the big Glebe billboard. So we flew from Bankstown. Which has obviously got the movie on it. Yeah, so we yeah, flew yeah, from okay. Bankstown all the way into the harbour. I flew over the Harbour Bridge. That's fucking sick, Look at this. Sick, I'm going to show you a video. Yeah, I'll post, sorry it. To I'll post it on our Instagram. Yeah, this is a video. This was us flying over the freaking Harbour Bridge. Sorry, everyone. Hang on. Oh, wow. Oh, you were like in the city, dude. How cool is That's that? That's amazing. Holy shit. Yeah, you're on such an angle. So the one thing that was so scary here, you can see from this video here. Yeah, you're like, when he turns, he turns, When right? he turns, so it's like, if you're turning left, I was sitting in the left-hand side of the, of the helicopter. If it turns left and you look just, you just turn your head left, you're looking at the ground. Oh, that's like, You're like, you're literally So you like buckled vertical. in pretty tight? Yeah. 
You're is like, it like almost a harness or like? No, no, it's just a little seatbelt. How are you not kind of flinging you around? You are. It literally, I could feel myself like slipping. And bro, it's a tiny door. You could just like literally, it's like a car You're, door. You, you could, could just open, open the car door. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, bro. That's scary. It was amazing. And the door was so flimsy. It was sick. It was one of the coolest things I've ever done. So heights aren't that bad after all. No, but I don't know. I felt comfortable there. If I'm walking, it's when I'm up walking on somewhere I don't like. So what about a skydive? Nah, not a skydive. You know, I reckon I would love a skydive after that. Bro, so my dad's so scared of flying, right? And we went skydiving. And he was like, I've never felt more safe in a plane because you've got a fucking parachute on your Oh, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? But that reminded me when you were talking about the pilot being one of those guys. When I went skydiving, oh, my God, bro. So we get there. And we're sitting there waiting and then it starts to rain and the rain stops and we're kind of like, oh, we're not sure if we can do it or not. I was going for my second surgery on my foot the next day, so I wouldn't be able to do it for like another year, year and a half. I was like, fuck, I really want to get this done. Anyway, they're like, yeah, we got the go ahead, right? Oh, yeah. The instructors walk out. Bro, the instructor looks at me and he goes, holy fuck. He goes, I've never skydived with someone as big as you on my back. No way. And I was like, fuck you, cunt. Why would you tell me that? He goes, hopefully we go all right. You know, one of those cunts where they like act like they're obviously in control, but they act so like, oh, yeah. I'm not sure it's touch and go. And I was like, bro, why would you tell me that? Like, oh fuck. Oh my God, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. bad. Oh, it was fucking scary. Um, But let's move on to something quite fun, I think. Yeah. What is it? So, Pat, you did something this weekend. I thought we were going to talk about something fun. No. This isn't fun at all. This is not fun. This is awful. And so, it could be the wake-up call I needed. Definitely. So I'm going to just tell my perspective of what I saw, and then you tell the whole story. Sure. I went over to Pat's house to hang out with his roommate, Lachlan, and Pat stumbles into the kitchen, doesn't say hello to anyone. I try and give him a hug, try and talk to him, completely negs me. He just looks devastated. I thought, what the hell could have possibly happened? And what did was, you think happened? I don't know. No, I didn't know. I have no idea. So I thought, oh, someone's died. I genuinely had no idea. So, Pat, what had happened? What put you in this mood where you were just almost basically inconsolable? Well, so I went to my friend's house and obviously I thought I gave up gambling. And turns out I didn't. (laughs) I didn't give up gambling. And I had some fucking bets on and none of my bets were fucking winning. And then I had more on the footy. And then midway through the footy, I was like, fuck, let's just have a bet on the Greyhounds. And it's got to the point where it's like, bro, like I'd spent a lot of money that weekend on things and like, I didn't have much money. I was like, bro, why are you sitting here betting on the Greyhounds, right? Like it's fucking disgusting. 90 bucks or something But I kept doing it. I kept doing it, obviously. And then I had like this multi on with the Greyhounds and then my dog lost. I was like, oh, fuck this. So I threw my phone. Oh, you threw your phone, did you? And then it landed on the floor. I didn't peg it. I was kind of like threw, like... Like a lob in the air, like fuck okay, this shit. Like I'm, I was off myself. Yeah, hits the floor, and then something falls off, and I'm like, oh, what is that? I'm like, it must be the screen protectors falling off. So I pick it up, and the whole screen has fallen off my phone. <laughs> so like, it, it, I could see like the inside of my phone. It was just a big white light. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like it a big ring light. It looked almost. like a ring light. It was, it was so ridiculous. bright. And then you could put the 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 thing back on perfect, and then you could take the screen off. Like it was fuck. So obviously I couldn't use my phone, and I was like, great. I wasted all my money betting. Broke my phone. Broke my phone. Now I got to go and fucking get my phone fixed. It, so I got home and I was just so violently off myself. Like, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like. I've got this thing where if I'm not spending money on one thing, I'm spending on something else. Like, I stopped drinking. 
So I've say I could be saving like so much money a weekend if I because I've stopped drinking. But now it's vaping. Instead, I use it on gambling. You know gambling. what I mean? It's just like, what are you doing, cunt? Pull your fucking life together. And I was re- it was really like a little quarter life crisis. And how long did it last? The crisis. Yeah, less than eight hours because about eight yeah. hours later, Pat then puts a bet on the next day. Oh, I put my last bet on the footy, and he lost. That was, was my so last ever bet, bro. So I wanted to go out with a bang on one one final hurrah, and you you lost. Yeah, lost. Yes. So That's now, one of my last bet. live on the podcast, Pat Clifton is going to call sports bet and cancel himself from being able to gamble ever again. Correct. I'm going to try put it on a a ban. Hey mate, how are you? Good, thank you. Hey, I just wanted to put a ban on my account, please. Yeah, no. So, like, just a permanent one. Yeah, per- I don't. One? I don't want to ever be. I don't want to ever be able to access it again. Now, do you? Because I, I can't do it as supervisor, yeah, mate. I had a cunt of a day on Saturday. Broke my phone. I need to get rid of my account. No, nah, that's all good. Um, I understand you said you were just after a permanent closure, so just to confirm, you just want to yeah. replace portrait where you can't have an open or reopen an account ne- again? Never again, mate. Those those greyhounds took the life out of me. Nah, no worries. Well, um, I'll get that action there for you, mate. Um, and then you'll just get one last email from us, which will let you know that it has been done. Um, was there anything else I could do for you? Appreciate that, mate. I, I appreciate your help. No, nah, no worries. Well, I'll get that. Like I said, I'll get that closed and you'll just get one last email from us. Thanks, mate. Thanks for your help. No, nah, no worries at all, mate. Well, you have a great day then. All right, you too. It's done. He's got to email me and close it. Fuck. How do you feel? Amazing. Yeah? Yeah, I feel good. You'll never gamble ever again? Hopefully not. What do you mean, hopefully not? Well, you can't open that account again. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of other sports, but sporting. No, aspects. no. No, I, don't, I won't gamble. No, but I'm saying like, that's not the only reason. But we're gonna call up every. I single... No, I don't. Ha- I don't have accounts with anyone else. Yeah, I but we're gonna like, call. Oh, up... I do, but I don't even remember my password. We're gonna call up every single gambling uh, company and say ban this account f- across all of them. Nah, I don't have account. I can't even get access to them. If that guy said, "Hey, mate, we also have the power to like ban you across every gambling thing ever." Would you say yes or no? Probably say no. Why? A bit of two up on Anzac Day never hurt nobody. You know. Yeah, what but I mean? that's in person. That's in person. Oh, any gambling. online betting? Yeah. Oh, who knows? When I'm a bit older, you know. No, bro. Have a bit of pun on the horses and that. But how much older can you get? Because you're already oh. halfway through your life. Fuck off! I'm 24. I know. No, a bit of a social one. You know, if I ever go to the races, I'll have a punt. Yeah, the sure, but that's social. Yeah. And when you can afford to do social punts, that would be great. Exactly. But right now, I just can't afford to. And it's just silly. Do you feel like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders? Nah. No. I feel like it's nice. I feel like I knew in myself I wasn't going to gamble again. That's nice to really cement it by cancelling that and putting a permanent ban on. That feels good. But? But I feel like I could have done it either way. But that's a very helpful thing. So the weight was already lifted off after I woke up Sunday morning, got my phone fixed, and I was like, it's time. Fuck. It's time. You know? 
Phone fix. And by the way, talk about how you abused and lied to the people that helped you out so well. Oh, here we go. This will be so good. Because there's one thing... Okay, here we go, guys. There's one thing you all deserve to know about Will Gibb. Great. And he lies like there's no fucking tomorrow and hypes up a story like there's no fucking tomorrow. So the words you just words were the words you just used were abuse. So I went into the phone shop because I've broken my phone three times this year. But wait, can I say this? Before we even say this, the phone shop that did you the biggest solid when you were fucked and had uh, and you were Again, on the verge of tears. They fixed my phone on a Sunday, Arvo. Correct. They worked 10 minutes late to fix it. They were amazing. The lady who worked there was so fucking nice. Incredible. Incredible. They she helped was so, you so when good. no one else would. She was so, so good. When no one else would. Because none they of them had a phone you. screen. They were the only ones who had the phone screen to change it. They, they were, were the really good. They did me a big favor. When no one else and would. And I walked in there Sunday and I said, hey guys. Because the phone, look, in my defense, the actual phone screen fell off. It wasn't cracked. It was nothing. It fell off. So I was like, that is because it wasn't glued on properly when they last did it. Listen, enough with your fucking grunting. Just let me tell the story without your fucking judgment. Go. You little judgmental fucking cunt. So what happened was I walk in, I was like, listen, guys, I didn't throw my phone. I didn't drop it. But the screen's been peeling off. (laughs) And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, well, look at it. And the the screen just comes off. Like, that's that's a glue job. So, obviously, if I say I threw it, that there's no chance they're going to fucking change it under warranty because it's under warranty. So, I was like, it was peeling off because it shouldn't have just come off. It shouldn't have. And then, what you consider abuse was Nathan was also with us fixing his dad's iPad and they were negotiating a price. And the guy was like, oh, but remember, this comes with a lifetime warranty. And I said, well, that's bullshit because this warranty isn't going to fix my phone. So, there's no such thing, apparently. But that's then, what I said. I don't think that's abusing them. Because by the Nathan end of the time... Said you were arguing, yelling with them, saying... Bro, really? I, I was arguing and yelling, really. Yes. I said, no, there wasn't, because there were other people in the shop, and I'm not going to make a fucking scene. Why do you think you can talk for something you weren't there for? That's what oh, pisses me off, bro. You legit tell stories because and share I things. You the... weren't there, mate, so you cannot Nathan talk on it. Nathan gave me the knowledge. You weren't there? You can't talk. You cannot talk on it. I'm going to call Nathan right now, and I'll tell him what... I'll ask him. Oh, I'll ask him what, what you to told say, him. Really? I'll ask him what you told him. What he told you. Because you always exaggerate shit. I didn't once yell, I said, I don't think no, I, I did drop it. Ask what happened at the thing. Just say what happened in the shop. Say, Nathan, what happened in the phone store? That's all you say. He's getting double called because I'm sick of this shit, bro. I'm sick of you not being there and just spinning your own oh story. Oh my God, bro. No, it's bullshit. Ask him you what say happens. I was screaming. I wasn't fucking screaming. I didn't I said, say screaming. I, didn't, I said yes, yelling and arguing. Yelling and arguing. No, I said I didn't drop it. I think it's pretty unfair if it's under warranty. I got it changed three months ago. I think the glue was done pretty poorly and that's why it fell off. You get pretty That's what I said. Though. No, I wasn't, bro. If I was aggressive, they wouldn't have given me a discount on it. We were laughing with him by the end of it. So I wasn't aggressive. If I was aggressive, they wouldn't have been laughing with me and having a joke. Whatever, mate. They would have been scared. No, they weren't scared at all because I wasn't aggressive in any manner. So you weren't there. So I'll tell the story from someone who was there. Great. Okay. And I said, yeah, I, I think that warranty is bullshit because I'm not getting mine under warranty. And I said, I didn't throw it. And he goes, mate, I've worked in the industry for that long. I didn't throw it. And I was like, oh, well, fuck. Like, I need to get it fixed either way. And then he called his boss and he was like, I can do it for 150 And I said, thank you, mate. I actually really do appreciate that. That's so what I said. So I just wonder, though, when you do, uh, when you meet up with, the people that helped you so kindly the other time, like they were, they had your fucking back. Yeah. Do you like what's with the disloyalty? I don't like think it's lie. disloyal when you lie. If to the, them. the phone physically, the screen came off. I, 
I called a friend's brother who's in like does heaps of techie stuff. He's overseas. He said it should never, I've never seen that in my life. That looks like it's something to do with how they glued it back on. But you threw that's the what phone. I got told. You threw the phone. I lobbed it in the air, bro. And the screen, it's not like it cracked and shattered. The screen just peeled off from glue. Like, that's a poor glue job. And yeah, I tried to get it under fucking warranty because that's what they offered. Well, What are you going to do? Walk in there like a little bitch and bend over and get fucking bent over? Like, no, just I'm be like, say- bro, it's under warranty. I believe this is your guy's fault. And then when they say, listen, sorry, no, but I can give you a discount, I said, okay, thank you. I'd really do appreciate that. I think that's a normal, just be a normal way to handle per- things. No, I'd just go, hey, guys, can you please fix my phone? What happened? I threw it. I got really angry. Sure, I'm, we're going to charge you this much. Thank you very much. That's no, because as honest. soon as you say I threw it, there's no way warranty's happening. That's fine. But if I threw it and the phone cracked and shit, sure, I would be like, look, I fucked up. Just here. be honest, though, in life, I think. No, but I think I was being honest. I think they did a shit glue job. And didn't glue it on properly because they could because it, it couldn't sustain the force of a powerful. It wasn't. It was a lob, bro. Were you there when I threw it? So once again, you're twisting you told the me story. You threw it. I lobbed it in the air. I, I, did I say it was a powerful throw? No. Let's rewind. You weren't it there, back. Cunt. Rewind back to this pod. We can go through it. We've been recording. You said I threw it. That was the first thing you said. And yes, then you and then I said I lobbed it. it. But did I say I aggressively and powerfully threw it like you just said? It no. Matter. If I threw it you as hard there. as I can. If I threw it as hard as I can, it's probably nowhere near as hard as a soft throw from you. I threw it up in the air and it landed on a rug. I just went, oh, for fuck's sake, and I threw it up. We don't know how high. Could have been almost to the roof. <sighs> anyway, gambling's so, done. Anyway, gambling done. Pat Clifton anger management could be a thing, probably, I think, as well. We might need. There's a we lot of change not happening. twisting stories for things he wasn't there for, also. Well, then where's my career if I'm not doing that? In your career right now. You don't have to tell you don't have to tell people stories about my life and try to exaggerate it and put shit on it like you were there when you weren't. That's my opinion. Well, I'm going to take that advice on board, Pat. Thank you. I'm really going to take that advice on board. And while you're at it, get a new pair of chinos. <laughs> you can't talk about my chinos. But you're wearing G'd up grey undies. These are pants, Disgusting grey G'd up shorts. Looking They're like so fucking Spaniards little bitch. They're so comfortable. So the other week, we had Nathan in the studio and we read out some quotes. Some very inspirational sort of, you know, quotes to really inspire you. Now, the problem is... I've now kind of gotten obsessed with quotes. Oh, fuck. Oh, you actually called me the other day and be like, bro, I've got the best quote. Yeah. You really have. Yeah, and what I do is I'm in bed and it always comes up on my TikTok and I like get really emotional reading these quotes. Yeah. So, Pat, I'm going to read you some quotes. Some of them I have written myself and others are actual quotes. Okay. And I want you to guess which is which. All right, how many are there? There's five. Okay, let's go. All right. Some days... I feel nothing at all. Other days, I feel everything at once. I don't know what's worse, drowning beneath the waves or dying of thirst. You wrote that. I wrote that? You wrote that. That is incorrect. What? I found that quote. Fuck. Yeah, came across it. What do you think about that quote? Do you relate to it? Yeah, that's a good quote. I just don't know about the wave. Even though I used wave in my quote last week, it's a bit like corny. What do you mean? I don't know. It's like, would you rather die of thirst? or it's, I don't know. I think it's a beautiful quote. The beginning really got me. What, some days I feel nothing at all? Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you feel nothing at all? I feel like you feel too much. I feel too much a lot of the time. Sometimes I feel nothing. I've learned that people will forget what you said 
and what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Say that again. I've learned that people will forget what you said and what you did, but they will never forget about how you made them feel. That's a real quote. That is a real quote. Yes. Don't you reckon that's a beautiful quote? That's a great quote. And it's so true. It's so true, bro. Because you you explain why it's so true, actually. Well, I just think it's... That sticks... I I believe... (laughs) I I do think that actions speak louder than words. You do? Yeah, 100%. So, like, if you remember people's actions, you're not necessarily going to remember what they said or stuff like that, but you remember what they they did, you know? Well, that's the quote. And what they showed towards you. And that sticks harder. Because anyone can say anything, bro. Yeah, because I, I could say anything. I could say, like, I'm th- I'm fucking five foot four. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, that's a lie. But my actions tell you. That's the shittest analogy. What the fuck? That was awful. That was so bad. Oh, fuck, bro. That was so bad. That was bad. fucking awful. That made no that sense. That was shocking. No, what it's trying to say is... Oh my god! You can think all the way back to like Manana or the bunk room. I can't remember a sentence you would have said then, but I remember feeling happy or excited or scared with you. Yeah, I remember yes, the feelings. Yes, from long ago. yes. Okay, here's another one. I had two longings. They were always fighting one another. I wanted to be loved, but I wanted to always be alone. That's yours. That's yours 100% because that is written about you to a T. That is... <laughs> that's yours. That's a real quote. No, it's not. Yeah, Don't swear lie to, God. to me. Swear to God. That was written no, for you. That's a real quote that, that was written for Will Gibb. I know. I know. How I related to it so hard. Oh, my God. How fucked is that? Bro, I was for all money you wrote yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Holy ton. How crazy, huh? That's crazy. And it's so true because I want the feeling of being loved because it's a great feeling. Mm. But then when I am feeling it, I'm like, oh, like, get me out of here. Like, I feel overwhelmed. I feel whatever, overstimulated. No, I just need my own space. Yeah. You you, you do that a lot. Do you hit that quote? That quote doesn't relate to you much, does it? Because um, you're the opposite. Kinda. You never want to be alone. You can't handle it. Sometimes I do, but yeah, I don't really, sometimes I don't want love, but I don't know. Okay. I hope that once, just once, someone has thought about me and smiled. That this smile has guided them through the storm of depression and landed them safely upon the shores of hope. Real. Real? Yeah. I wrote that. Wow, that was a good one. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. I like that one. Yeah. Pat, congratulations. You got all of them wrong, I think. <laughs> really? Yeah. I Did think you, you make got that one, one right. Up? Yeah, I made that, that one up. That was fucking beautiful. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I made that one up in the kitchen before we recorded. <laughs> I really like that. Wow. So look, to that, I would just say this. I'm going to become a writer. Yeah. After I, I that. back you. And um, yeah, you. read some quotes. When you're at home, read some quotes. Dude, you know the heaviest ones are on TikTok where they're the voice quotes? And it's like, if you've been through a something, something, listen to this. Oh my god, bro! That hit me so deep. Have you ever cried? Um, no, not from one of the quotes, but I've like really sat there and pondered in my own thoughts, and they hit the nail on the head. Like what? Like there was some about relationships, and it's like if you've been through this kind of relationship, <sighs> listen to this, and they've just summed it up to a fucking T, bro. It's crazy. Um, I saw the my favorite quote I've ever seen was the one where it was like. Sometimes I like to think I've already died and I've been sent back to earth uh, to redo all the things I've always wanted to do. Yeah. So that makes me like get up out of bed and just want to fucking do shit all the time. Yeah, it's a good one.
okay, Taylor Swift. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Taylor Swift. So you you know more about it than I do. Yeah, so obviously Taylor Swift is touring Australia. She's only going to... Melbourne and Sydney. Melbourne and Sydney, right? And it's fucking frantic. Let's just put it... It's nothing short of a fucking shit show. Armageddon. People are taking days off work to get tickets. In a Facebook group, I mean, people were paying $1,500 for a ticket, which is commendable because it's for their little daughter, which is, you know what? Like, I respect fuck that. Your you're little a fuck, daughter. No, you're a great father little daughter's or mother. a grub. No, that's amazing. But no, like, your bro, fucking little daughter's one, a little ratty fuck. One million people signed up in Australia, 124th of our Australian population, signed up for Taylor Swift pre-sale. 800,000 people were on the pre-sales. The website. And out of how many possible tickets could you get? Well, a core stadium holds... 80,000? 80, then you plus the ground, but you've got to take away seats from the stadium. So let's say 80. So it depends. If you've got a stage in the middle, let's say 85. Okay, so 8, 16, 24. So let's say 250,000 in Sydney. Yep, surely she's doing the MCG. Yeah, MCG, what's that? So she does two nights at MCG. You could get 100,000 in there, yeah. Probably even 105. So let's say... say about 500,000 people could get tickets. Yeah. Yeah. And 800,000... We're on the pre-sale. What else? So they've all sold out in pre-sale, all the tickets? No, I don't think you can sell out pre-sale. I think that's only a limited number. Why? Yeah. Like, okay. I think the general... I think they save an, a certain number for the general public. But, like... I want to break something down. Sure. I like Taylor Swift. Like, I Congrats. Li- you know what I mean? I like Love Story. It's I a like- love story, baby, just say yes. Good song. I like You Belong With Me. You belong with me. She's in the tomb. It's yeah. a typical Tuesday. You know, good What's good the song music. where she's um, in the window and she's showing That's him- it. Oh, that's a you great song. You belong with me, yeah. yeah. She wears short skirts. I wear t-shirts. She's cheer Captain M. I'm on the bleachers. Great song. Beautiful song. Credit to Taylor Swift, a great artist. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. We've only really said then her old bangers. Her new shit kind of sucks. I don't really listen to it. Yeah. I don't listen to it either. I don't really listen to it. Not my cup of tea anymore. I don't get in the car and search Taylor Swift to listen to. No. Nope. Right? So, but I get it. I'm, I obsessed over Morgan Wallen. Like, I get people obsessing, but like, she doesn't even look that good performing live. Oh, I'm going to say that. Wow. I've been watching clips and... I don't think she's a great performer. Wow. Yeah, I've only seen a few select clips. What does don't Morgan fucking, Wallen do? Is oh, Morgan Wallen just walks around with this huge, one of the biggest swinging cocks you've ever seen. Okay. And he just gets so into My it. My kind of show. You know what I mean? Yeah, your kind of show. And it's just like, he was just so good live, bro. Okay. But I'm only judging off the clips. If I could go to a Taylor Swift yes! concert, sorry, what? sorry, what sorry. What? Well, you can't do that. What is it? I'm so sorry. So, um, I've just been waiting. This I'm going to the Gold Coast yeah. tomorrow, and I've I matched with a really hot guy. He match he liked me, and then I messaged him, and I haven't heard from him. So all you've day. changed your yeah, and I haven't heard from him Gold all Coast. day, and he just messaged me. Nice. Sorry. Man. Anyway, let's go. Yeah, Taylor Swift doesn't look that dicked. good. I don't think she looks great performing live. I don't think she's got this natural swagger about her to perform live. Now, that's just off the TikToks clips I've seen. I respect her and I really like her music and as a person, but An icon. Her, her performance, you know, that's a huge thing as a live artist. 
I would go. Don't get me wrong. If someone offered me tickets, I'd fucking go to Taylor Swift. I'd probably buy a shirt when I'm there. I'm going to say this. I'm not sure it's like the hype it deserves. There's few people that I would give icon status to in the world. And I and I think when it comes to an icon status, you have to be objective. You yes. know what I mean? People are objectively icons. Um, in the music world, there are, there are quite a few icons. Do you know what I mean? I would put someone like um, Elton John as an icon. Right? I'd put Justin Bieber as an icon. Justin Bieber's an icon. I wouldn't say Morgan Wallen and Luke Combs yet, no, but they're, they're going to be they're, at they are some not point. Icons. They're country icons, yeah, but, but, but they're not on at a some music point, hall. Um, I don't know. I don't know if country will even get to that. But Taylor Swift is an icon. Agreed. She's built probably the biggest fan base ever in the history of ever. They just seem so loyal. So loyal. So I would say she is the biggest star we've ever seen. Or maybe Britney Spears. Mm, no, like, no, she's uh, way bigger than Britney. Bro, Britney was Britney she's was way it, bigger honey. than Britney, bro. Britney was it. When Britney was coming up, Britney was it. But Taylor Swift's her. Taylor Swift's that bitch. Taylor Swift is 110% that bitch. But not for me. Very vanilla. And I'll say this, just personally for me, girls that are into Taylor Swift absolutely go for it. When it's gays that are into Taylor Swift, I'm a little scared. I'm a Why? little scared. It's a little scary, just for me personally. Why? Why? Um, it's just uh uh I don't know, I just don't I don't get it. You don't trust them? But it because it's just so Tay Tay is singing for the girlies about the boys, right? So when yeah. the gays are jumping in on this, I'm like, you, know, I don't think you really relate as well as Tay Tay relates for the girls. Yeah, you yeah. know, I feel like it's it's a for the girls thing. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, okay, that's if, fair enough. If I was a girl, I would be gatekeeping Taylor Swift. That's okay. just my thoughts because yeah. I'd be like, no, 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 she's singing about our experience about things we all universally relate to in a voice that we can emotionally connect with. And you see, like, if I saw straight men at a Taylor Swift thing and I was a girl, I'd be like, this isn't for you, babe. If I saw the gays, I'd be like, yeah, like, you can come. You're welcome. Absolutely jump on. But I don't think you quite get it either. That's just me. And again, I'm just speaking yeah. complete bullshit here. And like, dude, they have, so she's done three shows in a row in Philadelphia. At the Eagle Stadium, which would hold thousands. Hundred thousand. Right? There've been thousands of people in the car park. That's pathetic. In the car park That's singing pathetic. along to it. That's actually it's pathetic. fucking absurd and it's crazy. But one thing I will respect Taylor for for her live performances is she just gets this hype for being just her and not having like you know, like a Dua Lipa, for example. Like, I don't know if you've seen clips from her concerts. She's on it. Sit on my face. Like, she's rubbing her clit on stage. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's like literally rubbing her hands down her body, spreading her legs, and literally tickling her clit. Yeah. Now, that draws people in. 100%. You know what does. I mean? Like, I searched Dua Lipa on fucking TikTok and watched them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would go and watch Dua rub her clit on stage. But Taylor oh, Swift's just kind of doing human. a bland. Not bland, but like just her self-performance. You know what I mean? She's yep. not like got this target thing of like, I'm going to be really sexy on stage. It's just me being Taylor Swift singing my songs. You know so what I mean? Pat, all I'm hearing from you now is she's not sexy enough for me, so I'm not going to go watch her. She's not no, I'm her saying clit, I so she doesn't no, get me. No, I'm saying I respect, and I think it's amazing. Also, that you she's don't respect Jua Lipa rubbing her clit on stage. I, I think it's beautiful. 
So what do but you respect? I'm saying that's Dua Lipa's thing. Like you go to a concert, you're going to see like this real frisky kind of raunchy show. And sure, maybe that's her, but Taylor just kind of there singing her songs and it looks like she's really enjoying it with her fans. You know what I mean? I feel like just, it's it's a quite a wholesome concert, which I, I think is very respectful. Yeah, Tay-Tay, you're doing a really good job. We'll just say that. And um, I do think the fan base for me doesn't bother because it's wholesome music. I want to compare them to Fred Again fans. we got to get back on the Fred Again train. I saw a clip on TikTok, Fred Again performing at Glastonbury or something. I really want to go to that And he concert. was just pressing on the keyboards. And look, I'm not going to take away how talented he is. He's extremely talented. But um, it was, again, it's just everyone sucking his knob is hilarious. I just think... They do suck. Just fuck off. Like, you're, you know what it is? Taylor Swift fans are actually really wholesome. And as... You know, as corny as it is, it is wholesome, you know? I love Taylor and it's a song. And it's like, oh, that's so sweet. Then you've got the Fred again fans that are just like, Fred's fucking mixing shit up and he's going to fucking be in the decks. And there's this air of like, ooh, from the Fred again fans. Yeah, but that's their... That's what... That's fun to them. It's like the Fred... Okay, the Fred again fans, the vibes are like... The straight boys that are there just because it's like... I'm gonna fucking take drugs and fucking. Yeah, like, but that's what people and en- that's what they enjoy, I guess. I don't care. I can still make. But fun it's of not it. my. Thi- no, you can't. It's not my thing at all. I think it's awful, and I've said this. But like, that's <sighs> what they enjoy. You know what enjoy I mean? Like, I used to love taking drugs and going to festivals, but I don't like that anymore. But people still love that. I just think I don't know. There's such a difference. When I'm hearing the Taylor Swift chat, I'm like, I'm so excited. It for is. You. I am excited for. And them. then I, I hear agree. the Fred again chat, no, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not excited for you at all. I get you. How many proposals do you think there will be during Love Story at a Taylor Swift concert? Great question. Do you know, because there's a line where it's like Ten. drops on a knee, the pulls, pulls out, out a ring, ring and, and says, "Bro, me, I reckon there's going to be one a concert. I reckon more." More. More, right. Yeah. And I'm going to say this. I reckon there are people that are proposing on the 12th date. Yeah. Just for that that moment. moment. I'm going to say this. If my boyfriend ever did that, proposed to me in a public place, just to get back at him for embarrassing me, I would say no. Publicly. Really humiliate him. Say, absolutely fucking not get away from me. And then when we're together in private, I'd go, by the way, yes. Oh, you're a cunt. Because fuck you, don't ever propose in public. I think it's the most awful thing. Public show, <laughs> if there's a couple people around, sure. It's not this private behind closed doors thing. But if it's a planned, like, we've got 30 people in a big rest, like, fuck off, at, fuck away My from anxiety me. could never. Could Will never. Will you marry me? No. <laughs> no fucking way. That's my answer. So do the, all the Swifties out there, Congratulations on getting tickets. If you got them, yeah. If you got them, congratulations. If you didn't, sell a fucking kidney. Look on Tixel. Tixel does resales. And one thing that I do want to say to just defend our girl, Tay-Tay, people get angry at her like, you should be doing more for um for stopping scalpers, blah, blah, blah. What's, something like that. Oh, I saw right, take, for the resales. She doesn't have any fucking say in it. Yeah. Leave her alone. And I'm sorry, cunt. If I was Taylor Swift, I'd be selling fucking $5,000 tickets. That's what I'm saying. So I'm thinking, if I'm Taylor Swift, I would charge $1,500 baseline ticket. Yeah. And people Fuck would you. still pay it. Yeah. Oh, I can't Jeez, aff- Bro, there's tickets for $150. What? You literally cannot sell it for cheaper than that. 
So if you're like, oh, Taylor's not for the fucking fans, bro, $150 for a ticket to see the biggest rock star in the world right now. So I swear she's got more hype than Harry Styles when he came. Yeah, she's the biggest ever. She's the biggest. And it's like... Ever. And you're saying, oh, she should do more? Cunt. Fucking count your blessings and bend down and kiss her feet. They're $150. 100%. They're just lucky it's not me. I'd be charging three grand a ticket and saying... Minimum. And guess what I'd be saying? You're too povo to come? Go work harder, you scum. (laughs) And then come back to me. I would be saying that. And that would be on my stadium. No povos allowed. Wow. Oh, because you're used to being brought up with your silver spoon and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. No, that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah, I am. You're not. No. That's why I wouldn't do that. No, your silver spoon's made of fucking marble and bogan fucking fake shit. Kmart silver spoon. (laughs) 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 All right, Will. I want to talk, like, I know we got sidetracked speaking about this guy, but I kind of want to delve a little bit more into it. So you've been on Hinge, you've changed your location to the Gold Coast, you've matched, he's just messaged for the first time today. What's he said? Tell, tell me more about it. Okay. I'm actually texting him now. So I'm heading to the Gold Coast, I really just want to... You want to get... Yeah, a bit, uh, yeah. Do you want to Do you want to have sex? Or do you just want to go and just kind of chill out with someone? I think I want to have sex. Wow. Yeah. So I said, I he liked my photo, but didn't say anything. So I said, hey, hey, hey. I said, hey, 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 how are we doing today? Mm. He said, not bad. What about you? But he said a couple whys. Not bad. W-B-Y-Y-Y-Y. I said, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Now, what do I say? So I, I might say, just finish up a podcast. Speaking about you right now. <laughs> just finishing up a podcast. Then I'm... um. Then oh, I'm I reckon what? get arrogant. Then I'm going to a movie premiere. No. Get arrogant. Weird. Get arrogant. Then I'm going to see a movie. Grabbing some dinner. My what have you been up to? You're going to see a movie. You need to create a bit more conversation. I said, what have you been up to? What, what are his prompts? Typical Sunday. Markets, beach, baking, and dogs. That's a great Sunday. That's what you should have said. What have you been up to? Just went to the markets, had a quick swim at the beach. Now I'm just walking my dog. Fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Saying like that would have been Should funny. I say that? <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to say... And I'm just going to go home and take my cake out of the oven that I've been baking. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to do that after. I'm going to do that yeah. after. That's so funny. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's move on from that. Um, so wait, so you're going to get dick? Hopefully. Where? In your hotel or his? Mine. Because last time someone else brought someone home, you whenever someone else brings someone home to a hotel when you're we're away, you get a bit annoyed. Yeah, I get annoyed. Yeah, of course I get annoyed. Yeah. So you yeah. just have to be mindful. Yeah. That you don't do what you don't like other people doing. That's all. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to... If... if I might not. I might go back to his. Because I'm conscious of that. I am conscious of that. Yeah, but do I'm it, bro. Bring them back. But just don't do things that you think would be annoying. Am I in the wrong? So, I want everybody to know... These are more how I felt. I had a feeling. And then... Okay, you'll just see. So I went to see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny yesterday, the new yeah. Indiana Jones film. Mm-hmm. Might I just say this? It's amazing. If you're a fan of Indiana Jones, it feels exactly like the old ones. I had one or two issues with it that were mild-ish. A solid 7 out of 10. What a fun time at the movies. Old Indy's back for the final time, out with a bang. 
just fun, 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 non-stop action, great movie. Okay. Okay. Now, I went to... I go to Hoyts. How often do you reckon I go to Hoyts? Two... I would say on average two times a week. Sometimes I'd say maybe three. once a week. No. Yeah, yeah, because because um, if there's One no and movies a half. out... Uh, let's say in a month, I would go four times. Okay. Five times a month. Yeah, yeah. Let's say I go five times a month. Now, um, I think I've kind of single-handedly kept Hoyts afloat when mm. it comes to the uh, movie crisis and, you know, COVID and cinemas were shutting down. I've brought a lot of cash through Hoyts. You have. Five times a month, five times 20, that's 100 each time. 20. I reckon I'm bringing $200 a month in me, right? Good on me. Pat myself on the back. Well, yeah, fuck Whatever. No. I'm well a VIP. Done. So I sometimes book senior tickets, which are $2 cheaper. Yep. Save myself a bit of money. They're a big movie conglomerate. What am I going to do? Right? What was that? Go on. No, you're not. Are you seriously that bored of the story that you can take a photo, think of something, take a photo of what I'm wearing? I just took a photo of you. Anyway. So it hits around, sorry, you're going, it was about two, yeah, two, two dollars cheaper. So you were stealing technically. Not really. I paid $13 for a ticket instead of 15 But you get angry at me when I fucking get shit and then now you're, you're Yeah, but you would just off. walk straight in and just not pay a, de- a cent because you're a scumbag. You're just but, as bad as you, mate. So I scan, so the guy scans the tickets, right? And I'm walking in and he goes, oh, hang on, sorry. These are senior tickets. No way. You got pulled up. And I went. And then this is where, am I in the wrong? I just immediately switched persona. I went from like, hey, mate, how are you? Beep, beep. And he goes, so I went, I went, what do you mean? Immediately, I was just so like, just dry and awful. He was like, well, these are senior tickets. And I went, okay, so what? What's the problem? And he went, well, you're not a senior, are you? And I went, well, no, it's just a normal ticket. Like I buy these all the time. I just had this air of like, I come here all the time, like piss off. And, and then he was like, well, you know, like I, and he was like, not going to let me in almost. It was almost, he was kind of flaying to the side of like, go back and pay the extra $6 that you owe at the cash. And I was like, all right, bro, we'll look like, can I just go through? Like what's going on here? And he was like, yeah, well, all right, mate. And I kind of, and I went, all right, cheers. And I walked upstairs and and Lachlan was like, Jesus, Gib, like that was a bit aggressive. And I was like, don't fucking call me out on that. Am I in the wrong? No. I'm not. I don't think you're in the wrong at all. Explain. It's a fucking multi-billion? Thousand. No, Hoyts would be worth millions. Yeah, maybe. Multi-million dollar company. Bro, and this little fucking 12-year-old cunt who gets paid $10 an hour, who gives a fuck if That's you what I said, you're not getting ticket? paid more. It's not like it's his family business. Bruh, this is a senior ticket. He doesn't give a fuck. I was so annoyed. I was like, yeah, and I've bought fucking three of them, mate. Yeah. And I've and bought fucking three of them. you're getting paid $10 an hour to pull me up for that. No, I was. Pissed. You're not in the wrong at all. If that was like a local family business, like oh, cinema, I would never. sure, I understand. Ritz, that. I'm paying bro, full price. Ritz, full price, hundred percent. I agree with that. Hoyt, bro, who gives a fuck? I was fury, fury. Well, as if no the bounds. guy had the balls to do that. I couldn't believe it. As if he had the, bro, who gives a fuck? I'm yeah, shocked that he even pulled it. you. How old was he? Twenty one. Bro. Couldn't believe it. Fuck me. Is that legit? Yeah. I was furious. Um, I can't stand... Sorry. I just need to... I can't stand when people do that at big organizations like that. I know. Like, people at Coles who are like, oh, can I just search your bag? It's like, mate, one... Who gives a fuck? It's Coles, bro. (laughs) They're worth a billion dollars. Two, you're not getting paid more to search my bag. Three, if there's an apple in there, does it really fucking matter? But to be fair, you would steal from, like, a small grocer. Never. 
I would never. I've never done them. I've my seen life, you and do I it. Never would. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. All right. I stole I one bit of beef jerky from fucking Shell well, on the way bad, home bro. from Shell's Newcastle. Home. Probably worth Shell's more than Coles. Well, they own <laughs> together. Um, I would never ever steal from like a food works or a local organized. Sure. Okay, I'm going to keep you on that. Never. What about bro. after never a few have drinks? It, I never would. Never ever ever would I do that. Okay. Because it's a family business, bro. It's heavy. Okay. Coles, bro. I'll take your beef jerky. Okay. I'm gonna you know think, what I mean? I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> All right, Will, last week we spoke about things we love about ourselves. Yes. This week, we're going to speak about things we hate about ourselves, insecurities you could call them. Wow, I like that. So I'm going to let you kick off with one of your things that you don't necessarily like about yourself. And the aim of this is to show listeners that it's okay to be vulnerable and we all have things that we don't like about ourselves. We all have things we don't like about ourselves. And not only that, I think saying them out loud, you kind of sound, think how ridiculous they are. And also own them. Once they're out there and you've said it, I feel like it's something that you can wear. You don't need to necessarily be like terrified of or anything like that. If you keep it to yourself, it's always about Okay, so my first biggest insecurity, my neck and like jowl area like this part i feel like sometimes i've got this awful side profile and like i've got these quite like chubby like weird like flabby neck sort of like jowly like jaw and i hate it i get so self-conscious about it sometimes i'm always like like sticking my neck out and i'm always like trying to like hide yeah, it Yeah, right i disagree but really yeah i've never noticed like give me a side profile no. Don't you reckon it's like a slot? It's like I'm melting. I actually don't think so. Really? I think you see yourself very different, like all people. I'm being honest, bro. I love to ro- roast you. I love it. I love yeah. nothing more than ripping into you, <laughs> especially when it's something you're insecure about. <laughs> <Get> you <laughs> da- while you're down, just keep punching. But yeah. I disagree, bro. Okay. Thank yeah. you. My first one. Not a bit of the dad bod going, bro. Not a big fan of it. Don't you- like it. I used to be very fit. Yeah. Well, you know what? A lot of people think it's quite hot. Yeah, I know. But just personally, like... You know, I used to be training a lot and then I couldn't run for a few years and I got dependent on this medication that would make me very tired and crave foods. And then I yeah. just kind of let go of it all a little bit, lost my passion for fitness. And I'm starting to get back into it, which is good. Yeah. Eating very good, but I'm not training as much as I'd like to be. But I'm just not a fan of the dad bod compared to what I used yeah. to be a bit more solid. And I, um, I, you know. yeah, I sometimes look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, no way. Yeah. I'm so on bro. I took a photo of myself. I've got it on my phone, and my I I almost started crying at it. Cause, really? Because this leads into my second insecurity: pimples, bro. I hate pimples, and sometimes I feel one coming on, and I'm like, oh god, like this is gonna be a big annoying one, and it's like all I stare at when I look at myself, and I'm like, fuck, I fucking hate this. It's so annoying, and I still get them. It's so annoying, and I. I've, I've, I'm getting some on my back. And I was like, yeah, how the fuck do I get them on my back? And apparently when you have heaps of hot showers, really? it causes your skin to like open up. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, why you get the them on your back. Open. Bro, I thought that helped pimples though. No, it opens cold the water helps them. Uh, I heard toothpaste as well. Yeah, toothpaste is good. Um, but bro, I took this photo of myself, of my back. Bro, it was like... It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Do you want to see it? Yeah. Bro, I took this photo. Oh, because it was super inflamed. I looked frumpy. This is like the most heinous photo of myself I've ever taken. I couldn't believe it. I almost started crying. I was was fresh out of a shower. Look at... That's sweet, bro. No, bro. See, I think the thing is with people like... 
Say you're insecure about your pimples, right? You probably notice every single pimple on your face. Yeah. You look at that phone and go, bro, I've got pimples all over my back. I look at you just like, I don't notice them. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I look at that just like, oh, it's a cunt with a few pimples on his back. Or, oh, Will's got a couple pimples. Fuck, must be, must have a little bit of a breakout. Like, That's fucked. I, don't, I never look at you and think, oh, fuck, Will's got pimples. You know what I mean? But in your head, you're thinking, Pat's looking at me thinking, oh, fuck, look at his pimples. Yeah. But no one actually gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, that's how you fit naturally. Like, that's just in society, you walk outside, this cunt's going to have pimples, this cunt's going to have a scar on his face. Like, and you just look at them normal. Like, oh, that's just them. But in your head, you think it's a lot worse. Like, I've never once looked at you and gone, oh, bro, look at his pimples. Yeah, well, no, it's only because, and also on the phone, it looks way worse because I I look at my back, like, in normal, and I'm like, oh, this looks completely normal. Yeah. Then sometimes I look, and it's literally like when I've got, like, one or two and I just start freaking out. But anyway, I just thought that was quite funny. Yeah, well, brother, I wouldn't stress too much about it. Thanks, Pat. Another insecurity of mine is I think I get very worked up easily and can get quite <laughs> angry over the manner. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so something like when I was gambling and, you know, I lost a bit of money, mm. I got so frustrated, like, and I'll throw my phone and then I'll just boil over to this, like, fuck, everyone just fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? I came home, you were trying to hug me and comfort me. I was just, just fucking... I wasn't rude to you, but I was like, just fuck. No, you were just, you know what I mean? Just like, please, you know what I mean? I just like, I get so worked up that it literally, I let things affect my whole mood, my whole mood. Like I can get so angry over, if I let someone in, they don't wave to me. I can be like, fuck you, you fucking cunt. And then I'm just driving home like, oh, I'm fucking fuming. It's like, bro, why? Who gives a fuck? Relax. You know what I mean? I just let little things tick over and tick over and really boil me up. And I really don't like it about myself. Mine, my last one is, um, I always feel like I'm like too much for people. I always get insecure that I'm like too energetic or like too Mm, excitable and too like da da da. And people like look at me, they're like, oh, he's so annoying. So like, there'll be times where like, sure. Most of the time I feel like I settle in really well in a group, but the second I feel like I don't, I just get so in my own head. Like, oh my God, I'm annoying them. Like, like I'll always like doubt sending a message to someone. Cause I'm like, have I messaged them too much? And like, do they find me overbearing and annoying? Like, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Time. Yeah. That's yeah. a pretty, yeah. That's an interesting one. Mm. But that's just part of your personality. Exactly. You know so then I, mean? I think, you know what? That's if they why don't people like love that, you, but... Exactly. If they don't like that about me, they can go fucking... But that's majority of a lot of people would love you for that reason you've got that oh, bubbly bright so personality mm. you know what i mean what's your last one one thing i really don't like about myself i hate living with mental illness that's my other one really yeah, i hate it but i'm also very grateful for it yeah because it gives you the trials and tribulations needed i'm for very life. i'm very grateful but like i hate having the anxiety i have like i hate it with a passion mm. but i'm so grateful that like I've done things like I've helped people with their own things and I would have never been able to do that if I hadn't gone through it. But just living with it every day, bro, is fucking draining and I, I genuinely hate it, but I'm grateful at it, for it at the same time. Bro, so I, I feel in, like I'm a better person for it. I was in Woolies after buying gum and every time I get the the pack where you have to peel off that white strip and I've got to chew every bit of it before I throw it out. So I was standing in the Woolies like on my way to the podcast, like chewing down this white thing before mm. I could leave the Woolies because otherwise I thought... So I was just like chewing. Yeah, it. it's like, just like draining, bro. Like every day, like so I'll just have mini panic attacks like every day and it's just like, fuck, bro, this is so annoying. Yeah, it's the worst. But it makes me feel like... I feel a lot of sympathy for other people and stuff. So it's like brings out a lot of good traits mm. in me. Yeah. But fuck, I wish I didn't have it. Mm. But yeah, they're my I kind of feel better from that. Yeah, I feel great. It's funny having that all out there, knowing yeah. those things. Um, all right, you wouldn't as that's the end of the podcast.
Go quit your gambling sports bets. Yeah. Go yell your Gambling's biggest insecurities at each other. And um, at the end of the day, life life ticks on. The sun will shine tomorrow. And Pat will scream like a little girl. And Will will wear awful coloured pants. Oi! Fuck <laughs> off, bro. Don't throw your gum at me. That's disgusting. We're going to launch a Patreon very soon. Maybe. See ya.